Are you constantly asking yourself, are my children in the right school setting? Do we as a family love our school option? Leah and I are moms in West Virginia helping families answer the question, do you love your school? Because we want every family to respond with the resounding yes. Kim and I are here to help families explore the many educational options available in West Virginia and bring hope to families so they feel empowered and encouraged about their education options. Welcome to We Have Hope. So welcome back to our interview with Erica. Let's pick up where we left off. Parents don't even know what micro schools are. This kind of oh, stuff. Is it all the, brand new? This is yeah, really it's new. just like when yeah. I mention it, they're like, what is that? I've never heard of that. And I'm like, I promise it's not a new thing. We just have not heard it. It's going on in other states. It yeah. has been for quite a while. Mm-hmm. There have been learning pods and um, all different stuff going on. It's just new to us. Um, but That's why I have so much hope about it. Yeah, It's happened I mean, before. Just, this isn't anything crazy. Right. It, it's just not. It's just so new to us. It's just we send our kids to public school. That's what we do. That's just what you do. Yeah. That's status quo. Like you had mentioned that you you had the mindset of, you know, alternative options are a bad idea mm-hmm. and we shouldn't mm-hmm. do them. They're taken away from the public school. How did you kind of you looked into it, but how did you change mm-hmm. that? And then how has that changed your conversations with your coworkers and with your yeah. family and friends? Like, have you been able to, you know, change perspectives that way at all? Or are people still like, uh, you're a weirdo. What are you doing? Well, like, how I, dare, you went to the dark side. How dare you? Did, or, or are you able to have um, those conversations? Cause I know the more I have conversations with people that they're like, Oh, I didn't realize that's what it was. Oh, why do I think this way? And once they start those critical thinking skills, they're like, Oh, I think I've, I've gone less to the dark side. Um, so to speak, because I've not, it's not a charter type. Okay. Okay. Down our throat Mm -hmm. as, as you know, anti-public board. It's yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. It's just, you know, it's going to be terrible. And, you know, so um, and, and they could be, um, uh, they could be great. They could be, we're going to see, you know? we're going to find out uh, this yeah. later. <laughs> right. So uh, there's no promise that they're going to be any better than public schools. So I'm still iffy on those, but because, um, I'm a, a provider of either, you know, micro school or, or homeschool instruction, something like that. Um, I think it's looked at a little bit differently. And if I'm not mistaken, it sounds like teachers are, are asking in, um, a way that they hope they're hopeful that that that's a possibility yeah, um, yes. for them because yeah. we know how to teach. We just, yeah. we're, we're stuck in this structure that we can only do so much, mm-hmm. you know? And so the, it's never, you know, when all these teachers are leaving, it's not teaching that we don't like. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the institution. Like right. I had heard a quote somewhere along the way and I really got to find out who said it, but they said that teachers are the barometer of the schools they're in. And so mm-hmm. yeah. there's a mass exodus of teachers, which is happening, not just in West Virginia, but it's happening across everywhere. The United mm-hmm. And what I find the most fascinating is that most teachers that I know that have children school age are not in the public school system. Their yeah. students are in private schools and other locations or teachers have moved from the public school to the private school to get a discount on private school teaching. There's a reason for this is happening. What is going on? The Mm -hmm. teachers are leaving their their students. They don't feel good enough for their students to attend this setting. Like, and how do we have that conversation without hurting feelings? Because I think people their feelings get hurt. How dare you? What? Your question. Right. And it's not, it's known. absolutely not. And I mean, I'm not going to say every teacher that I've ever taught with is, is wonderful. No, absolutely not. Teachers. 
Yes. Um, in every field. There's, there's, yeah, every field. Good people <laughs> yeah, and not so good people at their job. Yeah. There are some terrible teachers who just should not be doing that job. But there are some uh, just amazing. The, it's the amazing mm-hmm. teachers that make me feel like if we just could get out of that system of just the way things are set up. Um, every and, child and in a box. And just yep. teach. Um, And that's what every teacher, I mean, I've heard it a million times. If we could just teach, if we could just teach. And it's not the teacher's fault that we have to do that. It's not the administrator's fault. It comes from so high up. It's an absolute problem. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's such a, it's, you know, it's, it's it's been that way for such a long time. And honestly, uh, for, for all the school reform and all the, you know, um, the things that uh, we've had to do, you know, the school that i taught at for such a long time was a priority school in West Virginia. And if you know what that is, I don't even know if they have it still anymore, but um, we had the lowest scores at one point in the state. Okay. So we got the best training, more oh. money, um, amazing hey. training, leadership trainings, and we turned it around and we got the highest scores in the state wow. um, with the training, with the, the, the push. Um, we worked our tails off. There's only so much, yeah. so much that you can do with, with it because of the structure and what we can yeah. actually do and the, the kids that we have in school. Um, the wide array of students. For all the go. school reform, for all the training, for all the things that we, we have done, um, you know, we do trauma-informed training and stuff. Like yeah. we got the best of the best trainings and somehow I, I almost feel like... Um, schools, not necessarily mine, but schools in general are not getting better (laughs) somehow. And I think it has to do with that. They feel like we need to add things and yet not take things away. Um, And so teachers are overworked. Kids are overworked. It's unbelievable. You know, it's, it's, the kids are tired. I mean, the, the day's super long. So much is crammed in it. getting worse it's not getting better Mm -hmm. so that's one thing that I really wanted to do was just take some of the pressure the the pressure the nonsense that we don't really need not necessarily the fun stuff but the yeah and just teach and teach in a way that emphasize student ability student talent Mm -hmm. student interest you know more so than just you have to make this bar along with every single every other one of these 30 children in the room beside of you that you're vastly different from but you all have to meet the same standards and meet the same goals but you know if you go to 3h and you love art or you love science and let's put a little bit more effort in this and foster and encourage your natural ability and your natural talent and then maybe as an adult you'll be more successful and, mm-hmm. you know, more in line with what you are, you know, your God-given abilities, I guess, as they say, Absolutely. if you start and early. Honestly, if nothing else, kids should be happy at school. They should love school. Yes. I just remember when I was in elementary school, I loved it. But we had library, we had media, we had mm-hmm. real science stuff. in elementary school. We had yeah. fun education. Honest learning. And I loved it. And yep. it, it's just so you're, you're under so much pressure now. It's very hard to make, it's very hard to make the days fun, even for the little, mm-hmm. the little tiny ones. Um, but yeah. the big ones should have fun too. They should not hate school. No, um, this is the majority of their day during the school year. Right. They spend almost as much time there as they do with their parents. When exactly. you take away sleep time, it's more. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, a lot of time. it's their whole right. lives. Right. And they're, I mean, they shouldn't be learning and spending this time so that they can 
enjoy their lives when they grow up. This is their lives. This, exactly. This lives. They're they're yeah. just little people. They shouldn't be miserable all day long. And um and so that's that that you know hand in hand with an actual personalized individualized education um is is my goal. I think yeah. our kids deserve that. They do. Um, the parents deserve to not have to worry about sending their kids to school to be failures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like they would be possibly in, in or to public just, school. even to just push them through too, that you just yeah. kind of right. through and what's and the just... long-term objective there. You know, if you yeah. make a child feel inadequate in the beginning, these kind of oh, things it... have long lasting repercussions, you know, they build it into does. adulthood and suddenly you think, well, I can't, right. so I don't. And I and don't I'm want that for my you, kids. Those kids that I hear say, you know, the fifth graders or sixth graders or even high schoolers, I failed kindergarten. It bothers me. To How do you know fail end. kindergarten? I'm like, you didn't fail kindergarten. No. You probably Mm-mm. got held back because you weren't mature enough yet. Or you, you yeah. fail kindergarten. Kids, kids no. that age are not lazy. They're not, no. you know, if they're not doing it, there's a reason. Um, exactly. And that really bothers me. I don't like that. And that, yeah. you know, those kids have thought about it that way. Their whole, you know, their whole lives. And that's been the right. conversations around them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, so I don't like that. Yeah, we've done a really good, um, I think, full circle, too. The one question I wanted to ask, because I know it's a question that the judge had brought up as a concern, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. was about the accountability with, mm-hmm. like, micro schools and stuff like that, like yours. Right. Um, how, where is the accountability that, you know, you're not doing grades, which I personally agree with as an educator, but also, um, you know, how do you explain that to other people? How are you showing that there's progress? Are you meeting the yeah. same standards? Like, mm-hmm. where is the accountability sure. in that? Um, I mean, I have sure. my guesses, but I'd rather just hear it from yeah. you. Right. Okay. So my understanding, and like I said, I'm new, I'm new to this. I heard the word micro school and jumped right on the bandwagon. But, um, so my understanding, I also took, um, a a course, um, this summer from a lady in uh, Florida. She's amazing. So if anybody, um, needs to, if anybody's thinking about this, we'd love to talk with um, her. Oh yeah. She's wonderful. Amazing. Um, she's been doing a micro school. She started during COVID. Um, and she does it out of her house. Um, and they don't have any kind of funding like hope. Um, she just, I think she lives in an area where there are a lot of people who can pay an an actual really large tuition. Um, but she, she does about 10 kids. Um, and she kind of teaches you how to do it. She's got all the business side covered as well. Um, and so I kind of got all that covered. And then, um, from what I understand, um, you, you kind of have to look at the homeschool laws in each state are a little bit different. And from West, from what I understand in West Virginia, you can either do a portfolio in, um, for a homeschool child yes. where, and I've done this before where I've actually looked over a portfolio and it's just basically, um, work that the child's done from all through the year. So you can mm-hmm. see the progress hopefully. And if they sign off on it, then that shows that they've met adequate yearly progress Yeah. in certain grades. They could also take the state test. Um, yeah. If they, if, if the parents ought to do that, so they can okay. do that in yeah. my case, um, I don't really need a portfolio because they will have gone to, um, my to school, school and yeah. I know yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what kind of progress. Now I do have things, you know, I'm not going to just give grades because I think it gives a terrible, uh, you know, like I explained, I think it just gives a terrible idea of, of where the kids, that, you know, where the kids actually are and how much progress they're making. Um, mm-hmm. I'm about progress, you know. Yeah. Um, so I do have, um, instruments that I can do progress monitoring and I can, um, for reading and for math and, and all these things. And I'm, um, 
I'm an expert in that. I've done it for a really long time. I've done it in all grades um, in elementary school. And so that's something that I can do and decide whether where that kid is and what I need to remediate. And that's what we're going to do. If if there's not mm-hmm. adequate progress, we're going to go back and, and fill in the gaps. Yeah. Because yeah. what we're told to do in elementary school and we all give it our, we all give it our, our okay. best. And, um, you know, we, we just have our hands full, but with 10 kids, I can do that. Yeah. You know, so we're going to make progress. We're going to make sure that we make progress. And um, those are the kind of progress reports my parents will get, you know, at midterm and, and full term. And I'm going to try to kind of stick the same schedule as the public school system, because mm-hmm. I know some of them have siblings yeah. that are in the public school system. It makes it a little bit easier for vacations and, and whatnot. But ultimately, um, my parents will be responsible for homeschooling their child, even though mm-hmm. I'm a provider the parents have pulled their kids out and they are technically homeschooling. So it's their, it's their job to make sure that their kids are getting what, the, what they need. And if they don't feel like that, that's the beauty of choice. They can pull their kids out of my school and homeschool them themselves or do one of the various online schools, you know, if they do not feel like they're getting what they need. And to me, that's a lot of accountability. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You are, it's, it creates this competitive market. Of, mm-hmm. Am I providing not just what the child needs, but am I providing right. what, like, is, is this child making progress? Are they learning? Mm-hmm. Are they, they, you know, moving forward? Um, can parents see that? Are you collaborating with parents? I feel like there's such, um, because of all the things that the teachers are required to do, it's so hard to collaborate with teachers and parents. Sometimes often they're pitted mm-hmm. against each other. And right. sometimes that does happen. Um, right, absolutely. We, we really should be, no. even if I don't yeah. agree with something my child's teacher is doing, I still right. respect their position. And yeah, right. teach my kid resiliency. They got to advocate mm-hmm. for themselves. They got to do all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And sometimes they have to do things because they have to do it that way. You know? Right. That yeah, kind of absolutely. School accountability standards have been around for a very, very long time. So mm-hmm. why they is have. there an argument against it now that there's a little bit of state money involved? I don't really um, understand that. Same taxes. Honestly, you know, from a teacher's perspective, the homeschool um, accountability problem problem is a much bigger problem to me because we get a lot of kids who have been pulled out to homeschool and they've missed years of school and they're in fifth grade and they're on a first grade reading level. So where's the accountability there? You know, I think if a person is, is going to pay someone else to do their instruction and, uh, you know, it, it just seems to me that, you know, that, that that there's less chance that that that's going to happen. You know, um, and and there are ways that parents can make sure, you know, they parents can always get a hold of the state standards. You know, there should always be progress monitoring. There should be things that that a teacher should be able to, and you know, a micro school teacher should be able to show the parents to show them where they are um, at, you know, in the course of mastering a a standard. Um, And and parents can understand that that kind of stuff. They can always access that stuff. Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm not really sure where the accountability comes in now, but there, there, there's a kind of a problem with the homeschool accountability in the first place. You know, that's, yeah. that's a really big problem. And that's something that can be worked on. I mean, if this Absolutely. is identified and, and highlighting mm-hmm. issues, we love to learn. We love to grow. You know, I know Absolutely. West Virginians are very stubborn, but Mountaineers are always also free. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just part of 
who we are as West Virginians, whether we were born here or we moved here. So we're free to choose our child's education. We're free to influence our child's education and we're free Mm -hmm. to change the rules if they're not doing what we need them to do. So, you know, okay, there may, if there's not enough accountability, then let's figure that out and fix Mm -hmm. it. Um, But we still can't put every child into the same box. I mean, even from my four kids, they're so different. They can, they would take different tests and pass them in different ways with their different sides of their brains working. Mm -hmm. Like even just my little micro family. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm very hopeful. I think, especially with all the other States, you know, Arizona, which is where love your school actually started um, Mm -hmm. their ESA program, which is what they call it is now becoming hopefully the most expansive one in the nation. Whereas West Virginia's was first, Um, but people are waking up to this issue. You know, parents Mm -hmm. are waking up just like, you know, all of us did the three of us here that we woke up to this and realized like, wow, we can take control support, a lot of support. That's I mean, even when parents are like, I don't know what this is. I've never heard of it, but good for you. And I'm so glad you're doing this. I mean, just really, really supported. I've even, I've, I've had support from public school teachers and even from people from my County office. Oh, I I kind of get the feeling. I mean, I really, I may be completely wrong, but I kind of get the feeling that they um, could possibly view it as a little bit of a, of a help, you know, then, then I thought to lighten the load. Yeah, absolutely. They see it, Uh, they see it as the, the advantage and as the collaboration that it is and mm -hmm. not collaboration. It's us against you kind of thing. No. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're all together to contact, um, somebody that I worked with and for to, um, send a letter of intent (laughs) that said that, um, that my son was going to, you know, be homeschooled and that he he was going to use the hope scholarship. And, you know, I had resigned and there was nothing but support. It was full support. It couldn't have been easier. And she's, she's the one in the County that people have to contact over hope and homeschooling. And she was fantastic. It was just nothing but support. So I was really wonderful, um, pleasantly surprised and really happy. That made me really happy. So, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. One last thing that I wanted to think of, and we'll go ahead and wrap this up because we've been talking like almost an hour, which is, I could talk all day. day. I know, me too. I could too, but like, I don't think anyone's going to listen to us past an hour. Right, right. We got to match those attention spans. Yeah. One question that I had, and and kind of like your last piece of advice, Mm -hmm. but because you've lived it as a a teacher and as a a parent who Um, you're making these education decisions, what mm -hmm. advice do you have to other parents and other teachers out there who are thinking, ah, something, is there a better option? I'm, I'm nervous to do something different. I'm terrified to, to go against the norm, to go against the grain. And I'm going to feel like an outsider, all those things that I'm sure you went through all of those emotions. You talked a lot about it uh, here today. And so what advice do you have to those parents or educators uh, who are even starting to consider, oh, maybe I should try something else? Yeah. Um, Obviously, my advice is just go for it. And I know there's right. so many educators and I'm talking to those educators that know me yeah. that um, that you guys have been like um, really bold at doing things within your job first mm-hmm. and trying things out. Yes. I mean, teachers are so 
good at that. Creative. You know, and then it's, there's just a wave of that stuff. But there's always the same ones that do stuff first. Um, mm-hmm. Probably anywhere, but I know in you know in my county, it's always the same ones that are that are bold enough to try stuff first. And and I think they will. I really do. I yeah. I you know I can think of the ones who who I would think will do it. Um, and honestly, what have you got to lose? You can yeah. only complain so much. Yeah. And what do you have you to know? gain? What right. is this miraculous so reward? You can put your kids right back in public school. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can get a job back in public school. I guarantee it because they yeah. don't have enough teachers. Well, I see the vacancy posts everywhere. Right. So, I mean, and it doesn't have to be a micro school. It can be, you know, for parents who want to homeschool. It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, if you approach teachers, um, that's actually where I got the idea. I had so many people that I, you know, parents of people, kids that I'd formerly taught that said, if you would have done something like that, I would put my kid in there, you know, a million times over. I wish you would have done that. Or I wish, you you know, over COVID, like, I don't know how many people said, I wish you would open a school. Mm -hmm. I wish you would open a school. I wish you would open a school. And at that time I'm thinking a a school school, you know, I'm like, I can't do that, you know? And, but then when I heard of the micro school, I was like, that is perfect. You know? So, um, I, I, I don't think we have a whole lot to lose. I mean, you can go right back to public school. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be a micro school. It can be homeschool tutoring, you know, for, for parents who just need a little bit of help. It can be parents who have homeschooled. There have been, I mean, I know so many people, I don't even know that much about homeschool. And there's so many parents who've helped me who have been doing it for a long time. Um, and, Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of those homeschool, homeschool kids who just want to socialize or do the, the resources mm-hmm. like art and music and, and yeah. robotics and things like that. So there's a lot of options. It doesn't have to be an entire like micro school. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of options for alternative education. And I know teachers, they can be creative enough to do it and make a living out of it. And, and I look forward to it. And I encourage that. I do yeah. too. I, I, I feel like I keep saying we're at the, the, the forefront of this. We're at the cusp of this. Mm-hmm. Like we are just, starting to figure this out, even if it gets battled out in the courts, even if we have to right. come back with something else, like, you right. know, all these worst case scenarios that go through my head. I, I think that having the conversation is the first part of this. We are starting yes. to have real conversations about mm-hmm. how we can restructure the education system that we know and that we mm-hmm. have, have, have this love hate relationship with that. I, I agree with you that every kid should love uh, the school environment that they're in, they should love learning period. Right. Yeah. And that looks different for every kid. Yeah. All okay. that. Um, well, Erica, we are so grateful. I, I mean, I could talk to you all day. It's um, phenomenal to talk to you. I love it. Can I have you come back for <laughs> yes, another absolutely. episode? For sure. We yes. yeah. see you doing this. This is my so thing. Much. I could just, I can ramble on for days. Yes. <laughs> and for being so bold and saying, no, I was a teacher. Oh, Here's where I was a teacher. And, yep. and I love my coworkers, but I also mm-hmm. wanted this you know, better option. And, you know, you've yep. done it with such grace and with such balance. And so oh, thank you. you're the ideal. You yes. are the example. <laughs> you. And thank I really, you, I you. really you. hope people, I think, I don't hope, I know people will be encouraged by you. I'm encouraged so by how you. Do as we, a if people um, wanted to get in touch with you or talk to you about yeah. like, oh, maybe I could do this in another part of West Virginia, how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It's awesome. Um, three, it's 3H Academy one at gmail.com mm-hmm. is my perfect yeah. email good um and also if anybody is encouraged they can reach out to me first and I can give the contact information for um the lady in Florida who helped yeah. me to start um 
she's just so encouraging and she's already done it. And she's so supportive. Like there's nothing she can't talk you through. (laughs) She's just so encouraging and so supportive and she's very successful. If anyone wants her contact information, I can do that too. She's wonderful. The resources are out there. The knowledge Mm -hmm. is out there. It's just time to Mm -hmm. take the lead. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can do it. West Virginia has been in the lead for, with, for, with a lot of things we can, we can absolutely go from, I don't know what place we are in education now, but we can do it. We, can we will bottom to the top. We absolutely can. Yes. We are stubborn. Yeah. We're resilient. We can yeah. absolutely yeah. do it. We're strong. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. happening. All, yeah. All of those things. We deserve it. Yes, yeah. for sure. All right. Well, thanks, Erica. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. We appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your Bye. vacation. Thank Bye. you.